Welcome back to the Wagon With podcast, everybody. Hey-o. Back in What's the household. What's happening, yep. everyone? We're safe. We're safe. Safe. For now. As many of you might or may not know, we record this podcast here in the lovely Grigley homestead in the middle of Brentwood. Which mm-hmm. is also in the middle of <laughs> all the fires flames. by the Gettys. So. Yeah, we're in, a, we're in an inferno, but we're bringing the podcast to you as the place everything burns around us. But uh, but we're here because you know what? We love you guys and we love the Waggle and Whiff team that listens every week and we got to give them what the people want. Uh, yeah, people to, want. to hear what we have to say. Hands down, it was a great weekend. Tiger Woods, Huge. y'all. Holy moly. Back in the winner's circle. Um, what a surprise. I guess I'm surprised that um, I'm surprised at the performance coming into the week, but once he got there and looked like he was in good form, started rattling off birdies on Thursday or Wednesday night when we were watching it. Right. Um, it was it was uh, it was kind of a shocker. I'm like, he looks like he's the best. He's hitting the ball better than anybody in the field right now, mm. and uh, he goes on to win in relatively convincing fast convincing fashion. And uh, you know, adding to the hometown or home country drama, Hideki Matsuyama kind of stayed on his heels, kept up with them all week. Um, didn't have enough on Sunday, but a valiant effort. I thought it was uh, an amazing event. Always amazing to have. Uh, this time of year to have Tiger come back and win when golf is really not at, you know, no one's focusing on golf right now. We're kind of in the turnaround season. They're over there in Japan. Um, We'll talk about the event a little bit more as we go on, but uh, a historic day. It's 82 wins for Tiger Woods. He ties Sam Snead's record. I was just going to say, like, I think what would be really cool I know that he's going to surpass 82, but it would be really cool, and maybe I should trademark this, but um, if we do like a, a jersey, like 82 jersey, you know, I'm because sure. he's made uh, 82. There's like a million people doing that. I mean, but doesn't matter. A good idea is a good idea. We can make money off of this. Not you, us, personally. You, you design something, and then no, nah, I'm it too out. tired for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Scotty, un- thoughts? Un- unbelievable weekend, and, and again, the guy just makes golf better and more fun. And more exciting to follow. Obviously, historic to catch and tie Sam Snead when, again, what, two, two and a half years ago, you know, we thought that this guy may not ever play golf again. And now to see him back in the winner's circle, a tour championship, a green jacket, and now another huge win to start his PGA season with, what, seven, eight weeks off of knee surgery once yeah. again? Um, you know, the whole Tiger Woods thing. I'm just going to take it for what it is. I'm going to celebrate it when it happens because obviously there is a time limit on this. Yeah. And we're only going to get this for so many more years before he can't do this anymore. But I'm just I'm, I'm blown away once again that the guy is out there keeps competing and keeps winning golf championships. Yeah, and, and this was also, for, for anybody who, who didn't tune in this weekend, this wasn't like a weak field. I right. mean, there was a lot of big players over there. Rory finished right behind Hideki, I mean, Patrick Reed was over there. Gary Woodland. Uh, Gary Woodland. A lot of the people that were um, over in Korea the week before. Um, so it was a star-studded field, a packed field in Japan, and Tiger comes out on top. Um, and just pounces. Pounces. I mean, his swing looked great. I mean, people were talking about it all week, but he just looked in control, like like he did at the Masters, yep. really. I mean, that's just he just looked like he was in complete control of his golf swing. The putter was hot all week. He led the field in putting, um, and it just looked like everything he was, everything that came all, off all the putter head was going to go in the hole. Yeah. So, 
um, it's great. And, you know, no one moves the needle more than him, right? So talk, you can talk about that a little bit is, you know, he's got – we've got a football Sunday going on. And we've got, you know, a bunch of big games and Tigers, uh, Tigers blowing up everybody's Twitter. I don't think there's any player in any sport that includes that could do Michael that. Jordan and LeBron and everyone else. I don't think there's any Nadal, any person Federer. in any sport that – yeah, that's going to turn heads the way he uh, does. No, I think Nadal and Federer actually would turn heads. A lot of no. people were turning on the television to watch, yeah, for the, the Open, for sure. Well, I'll, I'll say this. Last night watching the Sunday night football game, if they interrupted the broadcast to congratulate Tiger Winner for winning, yeah. I, I don't think they would do that for Federer and Nadal. Uh, um, I'd, I'd beg to differ. Especially uh, when you talk about the fact that he won over into another country and people are still – Late in the night on Saturday night in the U.S., yeah. Twitter was Why, going blowing crazy, crazy for Tiger yeah. Woods, and that to me is, speaks to how we love Warrior, we love Brooks, but there is no other player in a sport, as Steve mentioned, that's better than Tiger. That Woods. is bigger and more global yeah. phenomenon than Tiger Woods is to golf. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, pretty amazing to see, and when he wins, we just we get reminded of it. So it's. Uh, I mean, think about this, right? We talk about how he number like eighty-two wins in his career. So yep. uh, Sneed was fifty-two years yep. old when that happened. Tiger is forty-three. Yep, which is incredible to say the least. He has nine more years to just completely outplay. Does he have nine more years in his body? Who knows? Know. And you know, Sneed had a lot more starts too. I don't know if yeah. you have the graphic in front of you right there, but Sneed had like 30 40 something crazy more starts than, than tiger woods did and obviously yeah not to mention I mean, barely majors right yeah. exactly um but it it was pretty cool i i remember saying on thursday or was it wednesday i can't remember but uh i think it was wednesday yeah when he was at during his press conferences and talking to all the media he just looked super relaxed so whatever he's chomping on or taking or eating like it did him well this weekend but speaking of like do you think like the concoction that probably maybe he's taken whether it be adderall and and marijuana chew <laughs> like it's working i mean cbd cbd yeah i mean i don't know I, obviously the gum thing came out of nowhere and a, a few like he was chomping away on so Wednesday. he's chomping away at something and i don't know i don't I'm not going to speculate on what it is or whether it's, I don't... Listen to me, I'm trying to stir rumors over here. You know, yeah, well, who knows, <laughs> but whatever it is, it's working, so... Give me know. some of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I just th- thought that just going into the entire week, he just had a different, just like the Masters, he had a different type of, like, just relaxation about himself. Yeah, and so one of the things he said after winning, um, they asked him as you guys and all of our listeners are well aware, Tiger will captain the President's Cup team over in Australia this year. Yep. And Tiger did not qualify on points for the team, so he would have to be a captain's pick, which means you in order to be a member of the team, you'd have to pick himself. Mm-hmm. After the round Tiger said, "Well, the player definitely got the captain's attention this week." Yeah. <laughs> so, Steve Gregley, is Tiger going to pick Tiger? Oh yeah, he's picking Tiger. There's not. Even, I mean, I think he probably was going to pick Tiger anyways, but uh, I think Tiger was going to pick Tiger no matter what. But Tiger's definitely picking Tiger now. And is it um, deserved? Yeah, I mean, he, the guy just won a tournament. He looks in great form. Um, I, I personally think the injury probably bothered him more than more than we let we knew about. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he kind of came out of nowhere with the leg thing. So. Um, 
So I think that that's, and I think last year he just after the Masters win just was not in not in form all yeah. year. Um, we saw the videos of him limping. We're all assuming that's his back. I was assuming that's his back. Turns out it was probably his leg. Um, so I think he tried to play through the knee. Yeah. And um, and really just didn't have it all year. But if he's feeling good right now, then you know Tiger should definitely pick Tiger. I think it's warranted. What do you think? What do you think injury wise? You think this is? You think he's, this is it? Like, is he going to be kind of over the hump here, injury wise? I, I, I don't know. I mean, he he's really hasn't had the back flare ups. He we know he can get stiff, but he doesn't have like the flare ups. And now it seems like he fixed an issue in his knee. So if we get a full season of like healthy Tiger Woods here, like what's the what's the prediction? We 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 got like one two more wins for Tiger on the year. Oh, this the coming year. Well, yeah. we're in the we're in, we're the, in the year. Yeah, we're in right. the year. So so he has already won in his belt. Yeah, How many more is he going to have? I will. I'm. I'm gonna throw out two. He's well. Ooh, no. Good over. Good over two, under number. Two mm-hmm. more. So right. three in total. All right. Yeah. Um. I'll say one more. Um. Just because I think Tiger will prep solely for the majors. Um. And so obviously he'll design his schedule accordingly. To peak at those times. Um. Yeah. And he's not gonna play events he doesn't want to. or doesn't have energy and. I think the way that it sets up next year with the Olympics, everything gets a little bit more crunched. Right. Um, and I know Tiger has even been verbalized how much he wants to play in the Olympics. So with that said, I think he'll be preserving and conserving the schedule even more this year yep. for the majors, the Olympics, and FedEx Cup. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, I think I think one more is the is the number to hope for, and you got to figure he'll play well at others tournaments and just because he plays well doesn't mean he's going to beat everybody else in the field so i think he'll i think he'll perform a lot better this year i think you're going to look for a a brighter 2020 than a 2019 year overall sure um and hopefully knocks off another major so that's that that'd be awesome to see i mean fowler's been off in loveland Mm -hmm. um i I don't see if you look at the list of of names i mean you i don't think kisner deserves it over him i don't even though i want our boy kevin not to be a pick I don't think Kevin Nader deserves it over him, so I just don't know who you would look at on that list right now and say, you know, someone's more deserving than Tiger Woods to be on that list, even our boy Patrick Reed. That's right. Um, I just wanted to look up the current uh, current standings. So, so let's talk other other players, right? Mm-hmm. So I think personally, <clears throat> personally, so we got four captain picks, right? Correct. Tiger's going to be one. Um, who are the other three going to be? You, you got a, you got something in mind? I think Kevin Noah. And I think Phil Mickelson. No. Well, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, let's hear it. Let's okay. Let's hear what let's, you have to say. Let's defend the pick. All right. Yeah. Why Why do you think Phil? He is, he's played like crap. Phil, last week, Phil said they shouldn't pick him. <laughs> I know he said that. However, I think that he could be of a, of, of a, of a good... I don't know what I'm saying because I'm so tired, but basically I think that he would be a good captain to lead the the team as a group because of all the young kids. I mean, he's experienced, he's weathered, he's he has the seniority, and he. I think he would be a good asset for anything just to kind of keep it, not laissez-faire, but like a little bit more relaxed. Okay. I like it. How many, how many people are on the team? Is it 12 or is so it you have eight? Eight. Okay. Yeah. You have eight. So you have Brooks, JT, DJ, something I shouldn't be asking on the podcast. Webb Simpson, Kucher, and Bryson. 
all will be on the team, and then you have four picks. Right. Talk a little closer, Scott. So, so you have four picks. So right now, I would go with Tiger Woods, as I said. Okay. I would take um, Kevin Na. Okay. As I said, I think he'd be a great partner. Obviously, his putting ability and wedge and short game ability, his experience, he's going to be really good in match play. He's not going to back down, even though he's not the longest or most powerful player. He doesn't need to be against the internationals. He is international. He's got a big career following. Uh, number three, I would pick Ricky Fowler. Um, even though he is have some major life events right now, I think when it comes to the team aspect, yeah. him in the room and just uh, someone who's been on multiple Ryder Cup and President's Cup teams before is, is great to have. Yep. And then finally, the fourth pick, I agree with Emily. I would oh, take Phil Mickelson. Man, that's the really? same. That's the exact same lineup that I was gonna say uh, um, too. For, um, for just me, just because I think again, a veteran guy who's been there, who can be an unbelievable resource for Tiger. You can have a different pod yep. than Tiger will have, and can kind of, you know, house these guys into doing whatever they need to do. And when he walks into a room and he walks into the tee, everyone in the room is gonna respect him. Exactly. And here's what he says. Um, I guess the other pick I would pick would be, well, that's four, but the other pick I would think about is Tony Finau, but I think he just doesn't, didn't do no. enough to deserve it. And I would take Phil Mickelson over him. A hundred percent. And I, and I think the reason being is that I think Finau doesn't have, wow. isn't, I'm not saying that he's not as respected, but I just think that Phil's presence, it, um, is a lot louder. Mm. And I feel like that people are going to want to, maybe watch him more it's a marketability 100 um and if you had those four picks were the exact same four picks that i would have said not oh. just like bullshitting but the fact is is just because you have ricky who's younger yep. tire who's obviously the goat yep. um kevin kevin has just been playing out of his mind and really good so he's more of like the um He's more of like the studious one of just like kind of like quiet, but also has, in my opinion, <laughs> okay. the way that I look at it, the way sure. that I'm like painting the picture of all of I these guys. I wouldn't describe Phil as quiet if you look at his no, Instagram. No, I, sa- or- I said Kevin. Oh, okay. I said Kevin as more of the yeah. studious. And then you have Phil who's more of the kind of like happy-go-lucky yeah. and okay. like and fun-loving kind of guy. It's a, it's a, they all share different qualities that all mesh in together. Okay. It's perfect. What do you got? What do you got, Swiss, Steve? Uh, so Phil Mickelson's not coming anywhere near this team. Oh snap! <laughs> uh, so I, I just don't think I don't think Tiger's going to pick him. But um, he just hasn't played well. It doesn't look good at all. I mean, it's a good guy to have in the room. But if you want to have, if you want to have, I do agree that he would be a good resource. But I think, if, I think you can try to get that resource as as an actual captain. So if he's like, if he's like, hey, I think you'd be a big help. Come over an assistant captain if if you can, and we'll set something up nice for you. We'll make sure you're in a nice villa or whatever. <laughs> you know, bring nice Amy, bring, of bring nice Amy, of you know, and just treat him well and just try to see if he wants to contribute to the team. And if he doesn't, no hard feelings. But he's just not playing anywhere near um, good enough shape to, to be on a President's Cup team. Okay. Um, so my picks would be this. So Tigers won. Yep. I would probably go Ricky Fowler second okay. uh, for the same reasons you, you spoke about. Just a good guy in the team room, a lot of a uh, lot of experience. You're also a Ricky guy, so uh, also you're not leaving guy. him off this team. Let's yeah, be probably honest. Not really. it, I I also think I love when people have phenomenal short games, which is going to contribute to my other picks. Is that I think that right now you could find Silk? a bunch of well, not recently, um, but Ricky can putt lights out, you know, and so I think. 
I think he's the second pick. Yep. Third, I'm going to go Gary Woodland. I okay. think he's earned that. I think he played really, really well this week. Yep. Um, out in Japan, he looked. He played well. I in did he play in Korea? He played well. Um, CJ Cup at the CJ Cup. So, and then yes. he's he's a major winner. I, I think he just deserves the right to do it. And I think also we're going to be looking at. So we need to try out some new blood for potential new picks if we have to uh, for the Ryder Cup. So I think it be, him being a new. Uh, potential player there and having a really good year. I think it'd be good to see how he plays and get him in the mix. And then the last pick, um, this was this is the tough one because I think there's three guys that are deserving. I think it's Patrick Reed, yep, Tony Finau, yep, and Kevin Kisner. I don't think Kevin uh, will, wow will will make it, but I love Kevin. Um, Kenny Harms, are I, you listening to this? I don't want to say. I Steve should, wants to agree. take a trip away for you from Australia, <laughs> and I know you know there's good pizza and red wine in Australia. No, Kenny I would love Kisner. to. I would love to. Uh, <laughs> I'd love to hang out with Kevin and Kenny in uh, Australia. You know that, um, and I I wish them all the best. I just think um, based on the year, I mean Patrick Reed's experience, the year that Tony Fino had, he was incredibly consistent. Um, I probably would go Kisner over all of them. And oh again, it's because of Whoa. the short game. Kevin Kisner? Yeah. Really solid second half of the season for Kisner. Um, so, I mean, those no mention picks. of Jordan Spieth on any of these teams. I don't know. Not, no. I, I just think he's the kind of. He did play well at, at the season. I'm just, camp, just, just throwing that out there. I just think you're. Um, yeah, I think between him and Phil, I'd love to have either one of them there. But I think, I think they've got to prove a little bit more. Anyways, so those those are uh, those are kind of the outliers. I think most people are out of all of our lists, Scotty. I think that the two kind of outliers that we both had. You guys had Kevin Na. I said Kevin Kisner. I think most people will go would would probably put like Patrick Reed in that mix. It feels weird keeping him off with all of his experience. I I wouldn't mind a pick for any of those guys. By the way, I mean I wouldn't oh, mind. Same here. I wouldn't mind a Kevin Na pick. I wouldn't mind a Reed pick. I wouldn't mind a Finau pick. I don't pick. like a Kisner pick. I don't think he's earned it. You don't think so? Absolutely not. Okay. Um, I mean, I'd put Spieth in before I'd put Kevin Kisner in. Yeah, me too. Spieth hasn't been able but to he's find been it. For... He's been on the right. It's one of Tiger's guys, too. And there's no doubt, if you think about it, if he's one of the 12 best U.S. talents to send over. And there's more to just, I think, the year. And maybe that's not right, but there is more than just what year they had and where they link on the standings. Yeah. So I think you got to yeah you got to look at form. Spieth did putt really well at the CJ Cup, but um, but that's uh, that's, that's it. At. We'll see what happens. We're gonna get some picks next week here. We'll get some picks. Uh, so this week Halloween week. <laughs> yeah. Um, did we see the the uh. Dustin Johnson, Paulina. Yeah, Clovers. I said, Burr. <laughs> it's cold in here. There uh, must be some. Uh, no bringing on fans out there. Okay. No, no bringing on fans. Well, she was cold. And then wasn't uh, Dustin, what's the movie with Will Ferrell? Um, Flint. The Flint, uh, like the basketball semi pro. Semi pro, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, he yes. was like a semi pro dude. Wait, can I go back, though, to a kind of funny story in your pan? Okay. <laughs> Wait, they they all like you had Jordan Spieth, Bubba Watson, Ryan Palmer, Tiger Woods, all going across the street to a Domino's. Correct, great story here. <laughs> yeah, I think this is hilarious. I think it's worth actually talking about. 
Oh, basically, they were just waiting for, um, wasn't it? They were just waiting for the traffic to subside and to clear up. And so they decided to walk over to a Domino's. Domino's correct. A Domino's pizza. So Tiger Woods, like, like, like uh, so what were the names again? It was, it was Tiger Woods, Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, yep. Gary Woodland, Bubba Watson, and Ryan Palmer. Jesus. They all decided just to, like, head up this, this Domino's. There were no tables or no reservation. They just decided, oh, let's just... I guess it says so it's like six or seven of the best crust. golfers in the world like walk into a Domino's. That's, yeah, some random. That's numbers. a good. That's joke. a good joke. <laughs> what they, happens they, next? And they just stood there and they ate their pizza because there was no tables available. And only, they which is even Domino's. more crazy, and maybe it's just the culture of the respectfulness of of other people, or maybe they were just all too in awe. Only two people asked asked for selfies. Really? According to like what I was reading, yeah. Okay. That's very funny. I know, right? Imagine just working at Domino's and like you're across the street and all of a sudden you get like Tiger Woods, Bubba, Jordan, Justin all walking in like, hey, can I get a, uh, can I get a stuffed crust? No. Extra pepperoni? It was thin thin pizzas. Oh, thin pizzas. Six pies, thin pizzas. Wow. So they eat a pie each? Bunch of fat asses? I mean, it's thin crust. It's okay. Okay. Let's do some research. (laughs) I'd love to know what the order was. That would be really funny. Um, yeah, that's good stuff. That's hilarious. Good I think I find that's hilarious. I know. Um, but anyway, sorry, as you were saying. It's like all the good sushi and think about all the good like restaurants and, and stuff that's like in Japan and they're in a Domino's. They're an American, good old American. Dollars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, also, another Halloween news. Uh, Brooks Kapko is like the dick in the box guy. Correct. Jenna. Very funny. They went to the Meldman Casas Amigos party. That's it. Uh, there we which go. Is right up in Beverly Hills. Right. Um, also, damn. With, why didn't we go? We also, weren't invited. Uh, also, shockingly. Also, with the whole Bring It On Clovers, as we know, Gabrielle Union played the, in the original Clovers and the original cheerleader in Bring It On movie. She brought out her original costume. Really? Um, really? Put on Instagram. So that's she pretty wore. cool. That's, that's awesome. Amazing. Love that. Um, Austin Austin Johnson was there as well. At the Casas Amigos party. What did he why wear? weren't we? Why didn't we go? No, we well, you gotta be this. invited. No, I mean, like that's not a big deal. <laughs> and he's like, no, why didn't we just <laughs> yeah, show we up? Just showed up. Um, that's funny. All right, well, that was good stuff. Good times. Uh, yeah, we were not invited. Maybe next year. Next year. All right, let's get to some news on the golf broadcast front. Gary McCord, Peter Costas, if you haven't heard, out at CBS. Pretty surprising news to me, not because I think they're like, you know, the best at what they did or they were just, you know, some unbelievable presence. But, you know, I really liked Gary McCord and Peter Costas, especially Gary, probably more Gary than Peter. He, I thought he added kind of a fun, quirky thing to a rather straightforward CBS broadcast. Uh, Scotty, curious of your thoughts on the move. Uh, Peter Costas, for anyone who doesn't know, is the guy who did a lot of the swing analysis on the CBS broadcast. So, Scotty, what do you think? I feel like the biggest story here is not the fact that they're out, but the fact of how this all happened. Right. It's basically, word on the street is CBS Sports head, Sean McManus, basically came to them and said, hey, we want to splash things up with our golf coverage, and we're going to move in a different direction, um, and their contracts were basically not renewed. Um, yeah, and that's that's all I know. Um, McCord spoke out about it today and said basically he was fired. And 
wow. you know, and I seem to have some choice words about how it all happened of not being able to kind of go out on his own terms. Not or happy. Say, or say goodbye to his producers or, or the family right. that he's become part of for the last, I don't know, 15, 20 years. Right. And so there's going to be more stories and more details on this. I don't think those two individuals are done covering golf. So that will be an interesting story. Agreed. And then also to what does this mean for who's in the booth and, and what happens with CBS golf is they make room for a Tony Romo who obviously has a huge interest in golf. Does that mean they do more on the digital side and, and maybe go on a cheaper production value? Yep. Yeah. All of those things I think are on the table for CBS golf. Well, yeah. I, let me tell you, if it's going to be Tony Romo, he's got to up his energy because I'm, t- it was flat Yesterday afternoon, let me tell you. I almost, I mean, I'm a well, the Brown, diehard the Browns fan. The Browns bored him to death. You know? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Kitchen's play calling. Uh, no, <laughs> it wasn't that. It was just the fact that I was like, God, this was a snooze fest. They like were literally like, hey, what's up? Not much. Oh, look. We did Tom make Brady that comment threw. as we were watching that's the game yesterday. That's that's through a pass. That's usually he's really like, excited. Romo is usually more really? the hype man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no, usually he, he is. He wasn't like, at all. Uh, just yesterday, for whatever reason, I, I think it had more to do with the score. Yeah. But, yeah, but it just seemed like the, the energy was sucked out of the booth yesterday. I don't know why. But... Um, Romo, uh, to your point, Scott, I think Romo's a real interesting option. I think I, I think he'd probably be good at it. I yeah. think he'd be interested. Um, but it, it all comes back to you kind of wonder where all this comes from, right? And is this CBS proactively pivoting to try to get younger and try to you know make strides towards change before this media rights deal is up? Or is it the PGA Tour kind of saying, look, here's what we don't like and – you can fix x y and z then you know i think it's going to give you a better shot of winning the right i, I sure. really don't know sure. what back channel conversations are happening but obviously clearly uh sean mcmanus and cbs sports think that uh, they there's a need to get younger going a different direction i read an article on golf.com that mentioned gambling is one mm, of those things yeah. um and and i think every league and every network's trying to figure out how to make that work so um so we'll see how that goes in, in the forward. I, I do. I agree with you. I think that they'll both land on their feet. Yeah. Um, Whether it's I, podcasts like yeah, TV and, uh, or look, I can and, and so in the move itself, like I, I the, Gary McCord thinks kind of a head scratcher because he's a staple. He's kind of quirky and funny, but like every golf fan yeah. likes hard to listen to, to Gary like, McCord. Right, hard not to. Yeah, Peter Costas with the swing analyzer. Like okay, you can find a million different people to analyze a golf swing. <laughs> And Peter Costas is really good at it. I, I got no problem with Peter Costas, but I think like because he's older, because he has another business, because he's, he teaches guys on tour still. He teaches. I think he still teaches or has taught yeah. Paul Casey and Ches Revy. So, so I think he'll be fine either way. Um, but I think you can find a lot of like young. I mean, like if you you could take some of these people that are doing Golf Channel specials right now, like um, Cameron McCormick or um, what's his name that used to do. Uh, Como, Chris Como, yeah. just Como concepts. Like any, any of those guys, you can give them a microphone and have Michael them breed, do, yeah. do, do a little bit more like golf analyzation swing. And I can understand a move like that. Gary McCord's a little bit of a head scratcher though, because he's just kind of that quirky, funny golf guy that everyone yeah. everyone likes to listen to. So I think he'll find a, a, a quick landing somewhere else. Um, so we'll see. This is really interesting uh, with you know that decision. We'll see where CBS takes it next year. Um, maybe they get experimental for a year uh, and see what works before the, the new deal comes up and see if something sticks. So just interesting news there. Um, 
And I think that's it on the big news golf front. Yeah, I think that's what we got. Um, obviously, a big week, a lot of eyes on, on golf because the big man tied Sam Snead. And that's just, right. Uh, 82 probably wins. Probably be the think biggest story that. until these President's Cup Yeah, they'll be talking about it. Right. Uh, President's Cup picks are next Thursday. I think they get, like that, yeah. they get pushed back, so I think they're next, next Thursday. Week, yeah. So, um, so hopefully we get another podcast in before that. Um, but yeah, 82 wins. I mean, think about that, man. That is, that's a shitload of wins for their entire <laughs> that's a shitload. That's that, a shitload. That, that qualifies as a shitload across a career. And, uh, it, he'll get to 83. He'll break the record and he'll probably keep on trucking along. So, uh, it's awesome to see. It's awesome to see this time of year. Um, that's that's uh we're, I think we're kind of winding down. Scotty, you uh you were telling me a little bit earlier. I'm kind of curious about this one thing. You're telling me a little bit earlier about uh a golf fitting you did uh recently. We talked on a previous podcast about trying to go do a true spec fitting. Yep. Um no ad for true true spec, but we're kind of giving you an ad here. Um but I'm excited. I think I'm going to go try to try this because it's uh free for the month of October at this LA so location. Can I just give a breakdown how this happened? Yeah, like I think a lot of people listen. It's interesting for our listeners who are like thinking about a club fitting. The one thing I'll say is I've done it once, but yeah. I uh I did it with a private guy in Vegas and um I had already bought the clubs, so I wanted him to check the lie um you know they can bend them um they can shorten them i wanted him to check all that i want to make sure they were the right length and if he if he suggested changing shafts stuff like that so i kind of already had them so he did more of an adjustment for me than a fitting but i can tell you just after the adjustment and just uh, just having the swing analyzation there yeah i, I felt like 100 percent more confident after leaving it so but i'm curious about your experience at true spec yeah so i've played golf for the better part of 15 16 years now um, and I've been to one fitting. Um, this was my second time ever being fit. And how this came about is I paged in Facebook and I saw an ad uh, that Truespec was giving right. away free free fittings, right? Because they just opened at location in Beverly Hills. And I made a comment on it in the Facebook comments, and I said, "Well, what do you mean by free? Right? Like, <laughs> do I do I you know is the fitting free? And then I'm you know put a deposit down on, on the clubs they suggest. You know, is it pay by the hour? What do you mean by free?" And to True Specs credit, they replied to my comment and said, "We mean like to- we mean totally free. Call and make an appointment, um, and book your your." So I did this. I don't know a week and a half ago. Drove out to the Beverly Hills location. Yeah. Um, was met by a great guy named Sean, um, who spent you know the better part of two and a half three hours with me, mm-hmm. um, basically going through you know, every major club in the bag and deciding how to optimize it and make it better. Um, the one thing I think people are scared about when they go to a fitting is they don't want to be sold on a bag of goods. They don't want to feel like people right. are trying to sell them something. Yeah. And I had the complete opposite. Um, maybe I, this is not great to say, but, but Sean stopped me um, and said, hey, like pretty much your golf clubs are good. Good to go. Yeah. Um, like So we made no changes with the irons. We made no changes with the Fairwood Woods. Um, and the only thing he suggested was new wedges with some grinds that kind of helped where and how much I played. And then also a new hybrid is the only suggestions he made. Yeah. And and so I really appreciated That's that good. and would have appreciated it either way. Uh, but you just the honesty and the time he took and it felt like he had actually true compassion and cared about uh, my game. Um, one thing when I went last year and got fitted for the irons that are in the bag now, they're, uh, they're two degrees flat and a yeah. half inch short. And so, like, when they measured them, 
they were like, oh, this is interesting. Like, usually you don't see people with, like, more than, you know, a degree flat or half right. a degree flat. And they were like, you're going to hit the ball so much farther. Like, we're going to, like, change this up. Yeah. And ended up this two degrees flat was the best thing still for me. Right. <laughs> um, so, like, they were surprised by that. But, like, again, everyone's swing is so different. And so, like, you know, you don't know any of these numbers or any of these yeah. optimizations until you see the ball flight and to see swing after swing after swing. And um, it, it was nothing but a, a, an unbelievable experience um, for all of my L.A. friends. There's not one place that I would recommend going and get fit more than going to True Spec in Beverly Hills. I like it. And I would go see our, my band Sean there. Um, if, to, if you hit us up on the IG message oh, or yeah. email, I'm happy to share his information. Um, hopefully, we can get him to come on the podcast and kind of talk about his experience. Yeah. Because I think he's a ball Let's of knowledge and can talk at a level of club fitting that I can't speak of. Right. Um, but the, the just experience uh, was tremendous. And I have nothing but wonderful things to say about True Spec Golf. I like it. All right. Now, so w- when you get in there. Yeah couple questions do they hook you up on to like do you get the like do they hook you up on to um like a vest yeah vest or something like that to measure shoulder like but they're not really trying to measure shoulder turn or hip no, turn or anything no, like that no so, so you're just on a launch monitor you're just right? on, a, you're just on a, a launch monitor with the sensors and there's every club they put sensor tape on every club so they uh, can okay, you know, measure swing the, path where you hit the ball right. how high you hit it um and then you're on the it's not a track man it's a different machine that basically takes pictures every like half of of a half second and shows your shows your swing and and so many pictures right and to give the numbers and to give spin rates and to give how high it launches i mean anything and everything you can imagine so lots of data yeah like things i don't even understand things i think everyone needs to understand okay um I was just interested in technology because yeah, like everybody does something a little bit different sure, when you're trying right. to measure, um, like the t- the data behind like swing speed and path and you know angle and all that stuff. So, um, so that's good. That's a little bit more free because other places will have like all the stuff that you got to hook up onto yeah. yourself, and some people don't like that. I didn't feel like that. Um, and again, the number one thing that stood out is just I feel feel like they were just took their time and tremendously honest about yeah what their business was and just trying to give me the best possible clubs where some other places might try to i think sell you a bag of goods right i like it amazing so all, all right. of our well, la friends um check got out locations in new york they got locations in phoenix um yeah. but go see true spec i think if you want to get fitted i'm checking it out I'll tell you that much all right Thanks, Scotty. Uh, next week, we got, I think they're in Bermuda this week, the yeah. tour is, so nothing special there. I'm not sure anyone, it's kind of one of these off events. It's only worth a couple hundred FedEx Cup we points. We know the big man's not playing to the hero. No, he's not playing to the hero. Um, and uh, and then the week after that, though, we do have the HSBC yes. World Golf Championships, so, and that's in Shanghai, I believe. Correct. So there will be some uh, stuff to talk about there that will have like, the a nice, good feel. My favorite place in the world, Mayakoba, who, mm-hmm. where I've talked about length of this podcast. So it's still got some good golf here for uh, the fall series, and those of the other want to watch pretty good golf. Maybe take this week off and get some go. Halloween plans. Exactly. <laughs> Enjoy Halloween. Uh, I'm sure everybody with the little ones, it's always a fun week of the year. Um, everyone stay safe. Be good. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Waggle and Whiff Pod, Twitter at Waggle and Whiff, and obviously rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. We're on Spotify as well. You guys have a great week. We will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.